Chapter 7 of Winky the Wily Woodchuck, Her Many Adventures. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Winky the Wily Woodchuck, Her Many Adventures by Richard Barnum. Winky in a Trap Slicko, the jumping squirrel, had told the truth about the storm the tree in the upper part of which the squirrel had a nest and in a lower hollow part of which winky had been sleeping was struck by lightning and broken down but neither the animals nor some birds nesting under the leaves of the tree were hurt by the lightning though they were all stunned by it for a moment the birds fluttered into other trees glad to hide themselves under the leaves as much out of the rain as they could get slicko feeling the tree falling had leaped safely into another and what happened to poor winky at first the wily woodchuck hardly knew what was taking place she had been awakened so suddenly by the storm with its lightning thunder wind and rain that she was dazed but she heard what slicko said and she knew enough to jump when she felt the tree going over though she was not caught under it and pinned down as sometimes happens to beavers in the woods where are you where can i get in out of the rain called winky to slicko but either she could not make her voice heard above the storm or else slicko was too far away to hear i think it was a little of both at any rate winky stood for a moment beside the fallen split tree that had been a sort of hotel for her during the first part of the night but the warm leaf-lined nest where she had so cosily cuddled was no more and as she felt the rain falling on her and heard the noise of the storm winky knew she must get under some kind of shelter winky like most wild animals could see pretty well in the dark so she walked along every now and then a flash of lightning came and this showed her still better which way to go she did not need to keep on any path she could wander where she wished and really the rain did her little harm for this was summer if it had been winter with a rain that froze as fast as it fell that would have been very sad indeed winky wore a coat of fur and though this was wet through she knew it would soon dry in the sun she looked about her for a hollow tree but could find none then she spied a hole under some rocks and in another moment she had crawled into this little den away from the wind and the rain in the hole were dried leaves and cuddling up in these winky soon began to feel warm again outside the rain splashed down the wind lashed the branches of the trees breaking some off and tossing them to the ground the thunder roared and the lightning flashed but safe in the little cave she had found winky the wily woodchuck soon went to sleep again so after all winky came through the storm with nothing worse than a fright and a wetting of course she missed slicko for when morning came and the warm sun shone once more there was no sign of the jumping squirrel slicko slicko where are you called winky as she came out of the little cave slicko has gone away chirped a bird i saw slicko scampering off through the treetops long before the sun was up well then i shall have to get a new friend said winky have you seen any of my family she asked the bird no i am sorry to say i have not was the answer i have only been in these woods a short time 
i came just before the storm and i met slicko only by chance i can't tell you anything about your family then i shall have to travel on and try to find them said winkie but first i must get something to eat this was easy for the woodchuck girl she did not have to go to the store nor yet wait for a meal to be cooked or a table set eating was very easy for her all she had to do was look about for some grass or something green growing and for some bark to gnaw winkie did not really care as much about bark as did toto the beaver for groundhogs live mainly on clover grass and other soft plants but when a woodchuck is hungry as winkie was it will eat almost anything in the vegetable line i'd like to find some turnips carrots or cabbage she thought to herself for woodchucks are very fond of these and that is one reason why farmers do not like woodchucks but i don't see any around here went on winkie indeed there was no garden near the woods and after eating what she could find in the forest and on the edge of it winkie started off to look for more adventures of course she really didn't especially look for them nor did she know she was going to have them but adventures happened to her and some of them were not very pleasant the woods were washed clean by the storm and now the day was warm and sunny the birds sang many animals scurried here and there between the trees and under the bushes and winkie was one of them now and then she would hear some large animal moving in the bushes and at such times winkie would crouch down and hide for she feared a wolf a fox or a dog might be coming after her i shouldn't mind meeting don or even tum-tum the jolly elephant he told about thought winkie but i don't want to meet any strange dogs don however was far away as was tum-tum so winkie had to wander along by herself all day she roamed through the woods now and then stopping to give a sort of whistle which is one way woodchucks have of talking again she would also chatter her teeth with a rattling sound as owls clatter their beaks this is another way woodchucks have of speaking to one another but to all winkie's calls there came no answer from any of her family she did not see blinky nor blunk and her father and mother might have been a hundred miles away for all she knew once indeed she met another woodchuck a fat lazy old man of a groundhog and at first winkie thought he might be her grandfather but he was not and this woodchuck knew nothing of winkie's family but i can tell you where to get a good meal of clover said the lazy old groundhog where eagerly asked winkie go straight along the way you are headed and on the edge of the woods you will see a field was the answer crawl under the fence and you'll find some clover winkie thanked him and waddled on she found the clover just where she had been told it would be and ate her fill she ate so much she felt sleepy and about sunset she curled up in a hollow log and slept all night when morning came winkie started on her travels again by this time she was getting rather used to wandering around alone not that she liked it but it was the best she could do she would have been very glad to have had a game of tag with blinky or blunk but this was not to happen for a long time that noon winkie found a field where a farmer was raising some carrots and as she saw no man in sight and no dogs and did not hear any dogs barking 
Winky went into the field, dug up some carrots, and ate them. It was because of this that, a few days later, something dreadful happened to Winky. For she liked the carrots so much that she looked for more everywhere she went. One day Winky, who was very hungry at the time, saw another carrot, a large yellow one, in a fence corner. Someone must have left this carrot here specially for me, thought Winky. How kind of him! Winky was not quite as wily and smart then as she ought to have been, for if she had only known it, this carrot was placed where it was as a bait. But Winky did not know this. Up she went quite boldly and reached out to take the carrot. A moment later she heard a clicking sound and something closed with a snap on her left hind leg. She felt a great pain in it and tried to run away. But Winky could not run. She was caught fast in a trap. The carrot had been placed there just for that, to trap some animal. And Winky was caught. End of chapter 7